0: welcome to another episode of hydro and friends this is another solo episode this episode is brought to you by Hyrolopez lopez productions if you need any video or photography work in toronto please reach out via dm on instagram at hiero lopez change a three for the e so j-a-i-r-o-l-o-p-3-z or contact me through my contact info on my website at jairolopez.com that is j-a-i-r-o-l-o-p-3-z also have astrophotography prints available um, for you to order if you want it framed I could do that as well all the info in the show notes I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you for listening What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Hydra and Friends Podcast. This is episode 4, season 2. I am back. I am going to keep bringing more episodes. Today is a solo episode. And today we're going to talk about love. My journey with love. So, I remember... I don't know how old I was. Maybe like... 10 or something. No, actually, maybe earlier. Not my first kiss. It was like my next-door neighbor back in Colombia. Um, And then moved to Medellin in in Colombia. And I didn't realize that I was actually pretty cute. And girls were interested in me, but I was too fucking shy to a point. I remember... (laughs) Poor girl. I remember I had this girlfriend, and she... I was just so shy, even to, like, kiss her and stuff, it was, I was just, I was in a shell, I, I didn't believe in myself, um, had uh, a short-term relationships back home, you know, uh, did have some sexual experiences a little too early in my understanding now, there was this girl that was older than me, I was only, I believe, like, 13 maybe 14 and yeah not it felt like I was taking advantage off a little bit in retrospect when you're young you're a horny teen you kind of go with it so but yeah thinking back I'm like yeah that's probably not a good way to start um uh, had a yeah just a few girlfriends back home came to Canada I was really shy, I wasn't comfortable speaking English, even though my accent would kind of fool people thinking that I was from here or that I was able to express myself really well with English, but that wasn't the case. I had the accent, but my vocabulary was really bad. (laughs) To the point that at work, I on purpose stayed working. Uh, I remember I found a job at Home Depot back in like the two thousand and four. No two thousand and yeah, two thousand and four. And I worked in the lot. I was a lot associate. I used to push the buggies just because there was less interaction with people. And through that there was a coworker that it was a friend of mine and her cousin used to come and pick me up or sorry pick her up and she would see me outside pushing the buggies and in the winter or the minute it started getting cold i would just always wear a toque so she started asking her cousin he's like hey who's a toque boy over there he's kind of cute oh you mean hiro yeah i'll introduce you so she introduces us she uh she was a music teacher I was only I was 19, she was 25, so I was a little older. But that relationship brought me out of my shell and made me feel comfortable and loved. We ended up dating for a couple of years. Um, it was a beautiful relationship, but it got to a point that I realized it sounds bad, but I didn't love her as much as she loved me. And I, yeah, I decided to break it off break her heart then move back to my mom's and then at depot again maybe I don't know six months after I uh, there was this person there was a, a manager I was just an associate I think I was in deliveries now or in lumber or something and it was this manager that used to go out for smokes I used to smoke cigarettes back in depot like a lot and it was this manager that used to go have smokes with my manager. And one day I remember she was like outside my office waiting for my manager to go for a smoke. And I just kind of came out. And she, this gorgeous Italian girl, like super beautiful. Older as well. Um, so at this point, um, maybe 22. So it might have been a little, not six months after I broke up with my first girl friend um anyways I'm um, i think i was like 20 yeah maybe 22 23 she was 29 so a bit of a gap and i remember she was standing there and i just looked at her i'm like hey what are you doing she's like oh i'm just waiting for x for her uh, to go for a smoke i'm like what the hell how come you never asked me to go out for a smoke she's like all right let's go and doesn't matter now but at the time I should have not stayed outside for as long as I did I think time just kind of stopped or time disappeared and I remember we stayed outside just hacking smokes and talking for I don't know half an hour 45 minutes and just instantly vibed and the chemistry was there right so I got her number and I remember I went back to like the receiving area to talk to my boy, huge. And I'm like, oh yo, I was just having a, a smoke with A. And uh yeah, I got her number. I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't remember what the hell I said, but I remember I'm like, yo, I'm gonna say this, and he's like, No, don't don't send that. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna send it. He's like, bro, don't don't send it. And I'm like, bro, I sent it. He's like, Bro, no. We're like both looking at the phone, just waiting for... I'm like, what the fuck is she going to reply? I don't remember what I said. I might have said like, hey, I think you're really hot or you're really beautiful or something. And she replies and actually, I didn't tell them, but I uh, actually was texting with her and we're like, oh, Liz, uh, I'm like, I'm going out with the boys to have a beer and some wings. Um, do you want to like maybe meet up after and go for a coffee or something? She's like, yeah, sure. I'm down so i go out with the boys we're having beers and shit and then at one point i'm like hey boys sorry to uh, like bounce early but I uh, i gotta somebody's picking me up i gotta i'm gonna go out for a coffee and he's like dude it's like 10:30 or 11 o'clock i'm like yeah he's like with who and i'm like with a no i'm like yeah they're like bro so ended up uh getting picked up by her we went out for a coffee and it was just a beautiful experience and then i remember when she dropped me off i yeah i made a move and kissed her um outside my house when we were in the driveway or just outside my house and yeah we started dating so i kept i was still living at home but i kept staying over at her place and then slowly kind of staying at her place more than my own house and i'm like I started feeling bad i'm like well i'm kind of living here in a way with you uh i would like to help you with rent and stuff and i'm like why am i paying rent if i've never home so i remember telling my mom I'm like yo i'm thinking uh, i'm gonna move in with a she's like okay but if you leave now if you leave the house just know that you can't come back we're gonna turn your room into they ended up open like breaking some of the walls and Breaking the room and making it into this like living space or living room kind of thing, and there was a bar, beautiful. And I get so good, so I move out. I live with A for maybe like a year and a half. We it was a it was a good relationship. Obviously, we had our problems and we used to fight, and we're both really passionate. But it's a good relationship, and it got to a point though that. Due to her age, being older, 29, she, her clock was ticking to get married, have kids. Um, At that point, I was working just at Home Depot and kind of trying a lot uh, in the music industry. So I was auditioning for bands. I ended up um, almost getting in one band that I eventually got in a couple years after, but she was so sweet she used to drive me to the jams and she used to drive me to work in the morning and because we probably shouldn't have been dating like conflict of interest or whatever the fuck um yeah she used to like drop me like in the corner outside of depot uh so people couldn't see us but then there was a couple times that I think somebody saw us when they were driving in and like, oh my God, I saw you with A and I saw you kiss her. I'm like, oh, don't tell anybody. So <laughs> I think that too, it was, it was kind of fun though. Um, but yeah, we um, we got to a point that I had to be honest and I'm like, I can't, I, I'm not ready to settle. That's, imagine, that's like 13 years ago. I was 23, I'm 36 now and I'm still, I can. I'm ready to settle in a way, but also not. Like I'm just kind of going with the flow. But I think if I would have done that, I don't get me wrong. I would have been. I'd probably be a great dad, and I would love the shit out of those kids and her. But it wasn't. It didn't feel right. I didn't feel like. Not that I wasn't the right fit for that, but it wasn't the right time. So it was kind of like a mutual breakup. I ended up having to stay... Because I had to look for a place... Because I couldn't go back home... I ended up living with her for like a month... Even though we were broken up... And... I guess at some point we are still kind of fooling around and shit... But... uh, Yeah, she ended up going with me to see this one place... And... Kind of funny that... uh, I brought her to go see this place... And... I met the landlord... And she gave us the tour or whatever... But not until she started talking to A that she's like, oh, what's your full name? Oh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, wait, that last name. Is your dad this person? And he's like, yeah. Like, oh, shit. So not until after I find out that the reason I got the apartment was actually because of A, because she just put two and two together. He's like, oh, well, if this kid is dating... A, from this family, he has to be a good guy. She was, I guess the landlord was kind of judging me based on I had tattoos, and I'm a single guy, and like, I don't know. But yeah, she she was one of the reasons I got the place, Hey, And then, so I move into this place, we're still kind of talking, being friends, because we didn't want to stop the friendship. We still cared about each other and shit, but it got difficult for both of us to even just be friends, because... The love was still stronger. So we had to kind of decide that we had to stop talking to each other. And I think maybe like a year after I find out, she like started dating somebody and she ended up getting pregnant and stuff. So I hope she's doing well. I hope she found the, the right guy and has some beautiful kids. Like still have a lot of love for her. She was, she was pretty awesome. Um, then from there, I guess I had dated here and there. Had a few flings. I was never one for, like, one-night stands or shit like that. I, I need deep connection, and I don't like kind of, like, giving my energy away like that. Um, so, yeah, dated a few people here and there. Nothing that lasted. And then when I was 24... I decided to to join Okay Cupid and it was like maybe a month in the app and you know, swiping, mess messaging people but nothing. I'm like, fuck this dating shit online, like I like I wanna meet somebody in person somewhere. But then literally I think the day that I was I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna delete this app. I'm 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 tired of this shit. This girl pops up, we're gonna call her Jem, <laughs> And so Jim pops up on my screen. I'm like, Ooh, who is her? She's fucking cute. And I message her, and she tells me, like, after we started dating, she's like, Oh, yeah, I was, I kind of saw you, and I thought you were really cute too. And she was with a friend, and the friend's like, Yeah, message him, or whatever, or accept the request, whatever. I don't remember how it worked. Um, so we ended up talking maybe for like a month, actually, just through the app until I'm like, Hey man, I, I, I gotta, I gotta meet you in person. Like I'm, I'm ready. I, I really like you. And she's like, okay, I like you too. Let's do it. So she used to work at, a, obviously who, if this person listens to this, don't know I'm talking about them, but so jam worked at a tanning place downtown. So that was going to be her. Where are we going to meet? Well, she was working. She she worked, like, alone. Uh, she's like, yeah, it's usually pretty dead. Even when customers come in, it just takes a few seconds to get them set up or whatever. So why don't you just come here? Um, we can talk, chill, and then after work, we can go for a coffee or something. So I go there. I was so fucking nervous when, uh, when I got there. And then I'm like, all right. So I walk in. She gets out of she gets up from a desk and just like our eyes just clicked and like fucking like two magnets we just looked at each other and I think we hugged for like a minute. It's probably one of the best hugs I've gave, gave given and received from somebody. The energy was just fucking intense. We hugged for like a minute, and I know it's gonna sound weird, but like I know from that hug at that moment I'm like, oh i'm gonna yeah, we're gonna be together for a little bit i there was just love pouring out of us, and so then I chill with her, we talk it, like the flow conversation, and everything was just beautiful. Then we closed the shop, we ended up going like for a walk, we grab a coffee. And I remember at some point we're walking out of the coffee shop and we're like walking downtown or something. And I think uh, we stopped like at a corner to just to wait to to cross the street. And I just kind of grabbed her and like kind of hugged her. And then I just looked at her and um, I just kissed her. Um, Then she ended up. uh, She's like, hey, just go back to my place. I'm like, all right. So you go back to her place Ended up staying the night, and yeah. Next thing we know, we ended up dating for like two years. Uh, there was there was one point that we kind of broke up a couple times, a break or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But it was yeah, it was. We're both really intense in the sense that we're really passionate. We're both artists, and we had our issues. We had a lot of growing up still. So that ended up um kind of running is actually that one i take the blame it wasn't her it was i was in a weird spot and around that time i started kind of fucking around with some drugs uh doing some like molly and partying going to raves not that i was addicted to it i was just experimenting but it was bringing distrust and it was definitely changing my brain chemistry so i was acting different and being different and she was worried about me and i love her for that like thinking back yeah and even her mom i remember one day i think at this point i i decided to break it off with her i think she was actually going to move in with me and i agreed at one point and then i'm like you know you know what I, i don't think it's a good idea so we ended up breaking up over that and because I was like doing drugs and shit and I remember her mom too like hey what the hell are you doing stop doing that shit and yeah it was but it was one of those relationships that I will always cherish and I will always have love for that person Um, funny enough we actually not talk often but at some point we kind of reached out or I reached out and had a conversation like 10 years after so that was kind of cool after her i uh who did i date i don't remember i might have had a couple flings again nothing really i've always I'm, i'm a romantic and love is like one of the my main drivers in life so not that i couldn't be alone but i was always like in search for the love and, yeah, it took a while. I was single for a bit, I think, a couple of years maybe. And then I started school. I decided to quit Home Depot and go to Humber College for photography. Um, obviously, it was cute girls at school, but nothing. wasn't really talking to anybody. Uh, I would just hang out with my um, with my friends and play. I was playing in a band, I was jamming a lot, and ended up meeting this one guy that had a girlfriend that was a bass player, he was a guitar player and they heard me, I guess, playing drums one day at this place, this rehearsal factory, rehearsal space, and I ended up starting to play with with both of them in this band, and the whole band thing didn't work out or I don't remember what even happened um uh, and they broke up and i remember he told me he's like bro you know you and uh well fuck I ever say it v uh um uh, she's cool with you so like don't don't stop being friends with her because of this and i'm like oh right, hey cool and we didn't we me and v stayed friends for like two years and we used to hang out so much every week and i would literally go and stay at her house we would sleep in the same bed but nothing ever happened it was just friendship like pure friendship like really good homies I and mean, not until she had to go away for a week to to a wedding like a family wedding overseas or something so i ended up staying at the, her place taking care of her cats and uh the dog that she was fostering just I was somewhat co-fostering with her co-parenting um and while she was gone or when she came back actually uh something happened to to the dog and it's like an emergency we almost lost her we didn't at that time but that brought us together and i think the whole me caring so much about her animals and her we just one day i just we just kind of went for a kiss and next thing we know we started dating we dated for two years she helped me a lot through dark times in my life. I was really depressed, and she helped me kind of get out of that. And we're both creatives. We used to take photos of the, the stars and me filming her doing uh, skateboarding and shit. Um, so it was it was a really good relationship. Obviously, it was hard as well. and But then it got to a point that we're... It felt like we were in I don't know, we weren't progressing and we started having more fights and shit. And yeah, I got to a point that I couldn't I couldn't stick it out anymore. One good thing that happened though is like because of her I went vegetarian and then we both ended up going vegan, so which was a blessing for my mental health and my physical health, um, to go plant based for me. And but yeah, it was it was a tough breakup. I pretty much broke her heart by breaking up with her. And yeah, we we didn't talk for years. And I'm still single since that relationship. That was like over three years ago. I think it was twenty end of twenty seventeen when when I broke up with her. Imagine, fuck. It's been a while and it took a few years but after a few years I, I found out um, one of her pets pa- passed away, one of the cats so I reached out to her to give my condolences and I always had a photo above my my bed of one camping trip that we went and we had Odin, the pit bull and, and Sam the the foster dog that we had and yeah, we we like started talking again. So, we're homies again. Um I do know that me breaking her heart like it, yeah, it was it was tough for her. It was really tough for me too. But yeah, we're friends again. But since then, yeah, I've been single. Had a couple flings, but nothing nothing really worth of a relationship not no that sounds bad not worth of a relationship but nothing to turn into a relationship I still had a lot of healing I still do I'm still trying to figure out my shit but now I'm at a point that I feel emotionally ready to open my heart to love Um, but in the last year I've dealt with I don't even know what to call it like like mixed signals and shit like kind of falling for the for the wrong people or kind of getting this platonic hope that I would go out with certain people that I've met and yeah they weren't even for the right reasons I was just I felt lonely living alone it's, it's fucking it's hard sometimes and yeah I was just kind of barking at the wrong tree and Giving attention to people that probably didn't even deserve my attention, and yeah, it's it's been a it's been a weird journey being single this long, especially at my age where I would consider my my prime. And (laughs) yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but now I feel that I'm 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 in a good spot mentally that I can offer love to somebody that deserves it just the way I deserve love. That had a few crushes in the last year, there's this one girl that I was kinda she kinda came on to me now I think about it. But yeah, we were like talking online for like six months. We just it, it never worked out for us to meet and then finally I met her and it was a bit of a... Not a disappointment, but like a reality check that... When you're talking to somebody that you haven't met, let's say. like It was almost like online dating, but through Instagram DMs. And I had a, an idea of who I thought this person was. And then when I met them, I was like, oh... Yeah, I don't, I don't actually like them like that. So... Alright, that was a bit of a disappointment. And then, there was this one other person that I met that I really, really liked but they were in a relationship so, obviously, they didn't even put that platonic love onto it, even though I was really attracted to them. And, yeah, they didn't see them for a while. And then it happened that last year i ended up traveling for a while i went to new york just because the pandemic here was fucking horrible i needed i needed a break i needed something different so i ended up going to new york with the idea of staying two weeks I ended up staying two months the most amazing person my my bro Bobby Eddie hernandez and through them or through him i met this one of his friends that has a project in Dominican Republic. I, uh, I ended up being uh, getting flown to Dominican to do some documenting of a project. and Ended up staying there for like six months, but for those six months, I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't meeting people. And don't get me wrong, not like just the people that I met in in Dominican just didn't vibe with me. Culture, and I don't know, just it, it just wasn't there. Uh, in the back of my mind, I still had somebody that I had a crush on back in Toronto, but my mind, like, oh, that's that will never happen. Um, so I ended up coming back to Toronto and start working at the shop and kind of at the shop meeting people, and like, I started being a more social and I'm like you know what I'm kind of ready to get out there and I ended up going out with this girl for I don't know maybe a few weeks I was was into them I could tell they were into me too but I guess they weren't at a stage that they could offer what I needed and they didn't feel right to lead me on more so it it was a very mature and and good understanding that yeah we're not this is not gonna work so let's go our separate ways. But that made me realize yeah I'm I'm, I'm ready I'm ready to get out there. That said though there was this one platonic person that was always there it's always been there for a few years now and but they were they were involved with somebody so never had any hope. And even after they ended up um, becoming single, but they were dealing with a lot of shit, and I couldn't. I couldn't. I know that it wasn't right for me to even say anything, so I just kind of never did, and I, I haven't. Um, but then, my attraction for this person grew a lot to the point that it started affecting me because I'm like. I I wanted them so bad that, yeah, I just, not obsessing, but just, yeah, like I had this hope that maybe one day they'll, they'll be ready, but at the same time, kind of like the Miss Signals, I don't, I don't know if they like me back, I haven't expressed my like to them in a way... That's pretty straightforward, I guess, to do to her situation. So I kind of let go of that the thought that something could happen with them, and I still I got to a point now where I realize, fuck, I I still really like him, like them, but I can't can hold on to this feeling with the uncertainty whether it's going to be reciprocated or not so this is me kind of keeping myself accountable and putting it on the record that I am ready to move on because I feel that with love when it's the right person or whatever it shouldn't be hard don't get me wrong, relationships are hard and there's a lot of compromise and shit, but one thing that kept resonating in my head, and today, I like more than ever, one, I remember if it was a post or something, or somebody just said it, I read it somewhere, where it says, if they like you, you will know. If they don't like you, you'll be confused. And that's how I was feeling. I was confused. I'm like... Should I wait? Do they like me? Do do I tell them? Because by me telling them... Maybe they'll be like... Oh sorry I don't see you like that. And then it's easier to move on. But also I don't want to... Possibly put in... That kind of pressure... Or... Even stress on the friendship. So today I am I am letting go of that feeling letting go of this platonic love that I wish I had because I need to make space for true love for love that I deserve for love that will manifest when I'm open and I'm not expecting it the universe is funny in that way that if you want something it can manifest and it will happen but it depends of how your energy the way that you're trying to manifest it is is it coming from a place of need or want and at one point I thought I needed her because of the they did show me like unconditional love that I've never experienced but it could be just true love as a friend which I know exactly what that feels like from some of my best friends that the love is so pure and so so amazing that it just fills your soul and that's I think that's what fucked me up because I felt that with this person but there was never anything past that, like kind of romantic or hinting to that, which is understandable. And that's where I was kind of like confused because I'm like, well, maybe they're not ready yet. Maybe in the future they will, but maybe it's not for me to find out right now. It's I need to move on with my life and keep doing what I'm doing, keep growing, keep working at being the better, the best version of myself I need to work hard and manifest financial stability and emotional stability and yeah just do what I love and be focused on myself and my better and getting better at being me and when love is ready to come into my life it will who knows and that's not keeping hope but like who knows maybe it'll be this person maybe it won't it doesn't matter like i touched up on something on one video before like it's kind of like watching a movie and knowing how it's gonna end that's no fun i want to be surprised i want it to be love like unexpected love in a way somebody they just randomly meet out on the street or I don't know or through a friend like it doesn't matter how it would happen but something that you just feel it it's the chemistry and the when you look into their eyes and you see their eyes and you know like they're into me just how I'm into them that you don't have to say words to know that the love is there that's what I that's what I crave and that's what I think I deserve And that's it. That's where I am right now. Heart open. Open heart. For whatever the universe has for me next. Whoever this person is that maybe I haven't met. Maybe I have met them. It doesn't matter. When the time is right, it will happen. And that's all I got. I have love for myself, I have love for my friends and my family, I have love to give, and the right person that's trying to manifest that is going to show up in my life soon, just how I'm going to show up in theirs. Alright, thank you for listening, this was episode 4, season 2, we're going to call this The Love Journey. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, consider leaving a review. Follow me on Spotify so you get notified when I drop a new episode. And that's it. Guys, girls, people, love is out there waiting for you. Don't give up. But also, don't make it the focus of your life. When you let go of that feeling that you need somebody, you're going to find love in yourself. And that's maybe when that person that you're waiting for will show up. Peace and love.